This is for the thought leaders, dreamers, tastemakers, movers and shakers of right now and of the future. This is an ongoing brainstorm for new entrepreneurial ideas to improve our lives as individuals and the societies to which we contribute. This is the Think in Your Armor with Jonesy and Korv. Folks, I'm back. We're back. Corv is back as well in spirit, but uh, this is Jonesy holding down this particular episode for today. And we're back after a long hiatus. There won't be any more hiatuses after this. Uh, It's part of, uh, you know, today's topic, actually. It's part of the content, uh, the hiatus. And it's integral to some of the points I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be making. Um, today's show is a conversation on podcasting and on finding your way. You know, in life, in business, in success, in getting to where whoever you are, you know, wherever you are, and uh, out there to where you know the destination of where you want to be and is and you know hopefully you keep improving that destination too and you're not complacent you never you never really done but um you know finding your way that sort of like timeless um uh in that timeless sort of way you know uh figuring out who you are and being your best self and making it work for you and those around you and uh, podcasting is an interesting kind of parallel uh, hobby to that more, you know, humanistic, ancient kind of uh, level of, of maturing, self-actualization, whatever you want to call it. You, you know what I mean? Because podcasting can really be very uh, therapeutic. It can be uh, very honest and very... Um, sort of developmental in in a kind of natural way. You know, you can kind of just without even necessarily knowing or trying to find your way, find your way if you let it happen, I believe. You know, you could kind of talk your way to a better place. I think humans do that. So we were on a hiatus because, you know, uh, we just started podcasting. Uh, Corv now is a little busy. He has a nine to five. And I was taking in a lot of content because we just started podcasting. But, you know, we knew that eventually um, we were going to tie some some uh, some business to, to the operation and, and, and make it into one. But, you know, not everything was so uh, solidified as a concept right away. So we just we just got moving and figured, hey, uh, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll figure it out down, down, uh, down the road. And I think I've pretty well figured it out and there will be no more hiatuses. Now we're, we're back. Um, and you know, it's an interesting thing. So, uh, part of the focus that we found for business, uh, and I'll just give a heads up now is that I'm going to focus the business aspect of what I'm doing on podcasting itself And, and my angle for, podcasting, uh, I'll get into a little later in the show, um, uh, you know, for everything I'd, l- I'd like to bring to the field. Um, and you know, I'm no expert yet, but I, I, I have a, I have a clear focus now that I feel great about and, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn what I must. Um, so in, in a relation, it, you know, similarly to, uh, you know, my situation here and Corv's situation with the, with the thinking your armor and kind of, kind of tying things together about, uh, how we're going to be who we really are and, and have something to offer people, you know, and, and just massaging all those ideas so that, uh, they check all the boxes we want them to in terms of passion, you, you know, authenticity, playing to, our strengths and and whatnot, and then also really obviously having the um, ability to 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 be profitable, the profitability aspect out there, you know, and um, having it you know be a strong cohesive 
model. So I'll talk about what that model is, like I said, later in this episode. But just to that, uh, to speak to that sort of meandering path that, uh, you know, took, took place for us in our show, I was reading, I was browsing web surfing the other day. And I just have a, I have a long collection of notes, uh, so we'll see how it goes. Reading some notes uh, for this show, folks. But I I was reading on the internet, just web surfing, and there's some guy. I think he's pretty well known. A blog. It's called um, Average Married Dad, um, and he was talking about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, the UFC commentator, comedian. I like Joe Rogan. You know, I'm I'm an MMA guy. I watch it. And uh, he's also a really cool dude. I always, I always thought Joe Rogan was cool because he's just such a sort of success by my personal standard. I mean, he's kind of like a polymath type of dude. Like, you know, he just he, he's dabbled successfully in, in all these different interests that he's had. And he's had a, a career path that's been all over the map. But he's always been authentically himself. You know, he likes comedy. He likes MMA. He let you know, he, he podcasts and he he really gives you a piece of his mind as it as it really exists. And he's a, he's a guy who to, to me, he's a very authentic guy, Joe Rogan. He's he's always Joe Rogan. So uh, anyway, this quote, it's saying uh, it was an article called 15 things I learned from Joe Rogan. Finding your path in life takes time and takes directions. You can't predict. Um, Joe took a long meandering path to get to where he is today. He scratched out a living as a stand-up comic for a while and didn't break into television until his late 20s. He found success on a sitcom for a while, News Radio, when he started doing early UFC announcing for free. Well, he got free tickets. Uh... The hosted a reality then hosted a reality show. He admits he hates movies and show business and actor types, calling them narcissistic and phony. People needing to get validation for pretending. After Fear Factor, he was on the periphery of Hollywood and started podcasting in 2009. Today, the UFC thing, podcasting, hunting, family, vacations, learning, and comedy performances take up his life. Who could have predicted this path? or your path, or mine. You just keep plugging away, making progress, and doing whatever in life comes together in mysterious ways. Don't lose hope or faith, and find happiness on your journey. So, I mean, for me, just to analyze that, folks, you know, I don't know um, about the way this guy phrased it, um, or if I feel that excuse me while I just took a sip of my iced coffee, or if I feel that like, you know, we don't have any control over our paths, like, like that we, we shouldn't really, I, I feel like maybe his wording for me, I understand his point, but it wasn't, uh, perfect because like, I feel like, you know, we, we should try to get what we want out, out, out of this world. And, and there is a, maybe an element of unpredictability you look at a guy like Joe Rogan, and I think that uh, a cool thing about him is that he did pretty good at not accepting things he he didn't want, you know. And and so then when opportunities came along that he did, he took them, you know. And you get this kind of scattershot uh, uh, career path on paper. Um, but it, it's cool because he he was true to himself, you know. And um, I, I kind of relate that to what's going on here. You know, I didn't force the issue um, with the Think in Your Armor, this show, um, so much. I know I wanted to podcast. I sort of, you know, even if it's a fight sometimes, like, you know, him, uh, the UFC commentator, you know, people say, uh, coaches to their fighters, you know, don't don't force the knockout or chase it. You know, I mean, a good opportunity will come and, and you'll see it and take it. So sometimes I, I think like, yeah, if, if you have a general like spiritual ideological direction you want to go in, uh, bookmark that and keep that wavelength, uh, you know, you know, as part of your your M.O. every day. And then, you know, things may fall into place in your brain and, and you'll figure out, you know, the missing pieces of the puzzle for for your personal plan. Um, so 
uh, also related to that, you know, th- there's just all these other things. Like uh, on this hiatus, I, I was taking in content. I was reading content. I was for, from these sort of self-help gurus and stuff like that. And and some of them are good. I think some of them are good. Um, some of them probably <laughs> I, I probably aren't. But uh, you know, there's so many of them out there these days. And a little bit of uh, the whole element of everybody giving advice, how many people are doing it. I guess we all need each other to a degree, but I mean, maybe some of these self-help people should, you know, be honest about them being, you know, people and maybe not knowing everything, but they have a model that worked for them and maybe could work for others. I mean, sometimes you get the impression uh, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm listening to like a lot of, a lot of Buddhas on the internet. It's like all these Siddhartha Gautamas over here in, in 2016, like these guys all, you know, they, they found some success, but, so, and I'm not, I'm not blaming all of them or any in particular person. It's just, it's sort of a collective, um, feeling you get, you know, all these people who know what's right for, for, for you it's good to share rules of thumb and stuff, but, um, certain deep concepts, you know, and, and it might be this guy who's like 26 years old talking about how you, you know, leverage, uh, passion for, you, you know, the, the triumph of, of the human soul. And it's like, dude, uh, what, you know what I mean? It's, this is getting, this is getting crazy that you have, uh, <laughs> that level of, you know, of, of, of eternal wisdom. And it's like a dime a dozen, you know, it's like everywhere. So, I mean, we all got to pitch in, but maybe be, try to be a little relatable. You know, we're, we're in this together. This is humanity. You know, it's like, ah, uh, who, who knows everything? Nobody. You know what I mean? Some people know uh, some stuff, you know, they figured some stuff out and then, you know, maybe the stuff they figured out is m- more suitable to certain individuals than others. So it's just certain related, uh, related, uh, you know, human phrases, uh, quotes from the past I got here. Continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. Mark Twain. Um, and you know, okay. Uh, don't let, uh, perfect be the enemy of good. I think we always hear that, you know, we, uh, that, that, that's a real common one. And for me, uh, you know, this is a relatable, uh, issue to people who are trying to like start a business or do something that's maybe a little bit daunting for for the first time. Uh, and this is a conversation that's really had pretty commonly, uh, within like the solopreneurship self-help, uh, you know, industries, you know, to which, you know, podcasting and, and blogging are, are, uh, you know, highly related you know, there's a lot of overwhelm on the, on the internet. There's so much free information that people have trouble, you know, making sense of it and, and just taking the few pieces that they, uh, personally would need for their personal success path and, and stringing it all together. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of noise. And, uh, when you're, when you want to learn, I think we all have to learn, but then you could get, uh, caught in this sort of like content intake, uh, state of being. And, and what about your individual influence? What about the talent that you have that, you know, you're not acting on now? So I, I think it's a give and take. I think you got to learn a little bit. And then, and, and I, some, people are, are, don't have this problem. They're just naturally experts at it or they learned it, you know what I mean? And they're just highly productive and they take information and employ it, you know, effectively, uh, on the fly. But many others, myself, I, I, I've, I've been challenged with it and, and, you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta keep learning. You gotta keep getting better, but you gotta go. You know what I mean? You gotta go. Um, you, you gotta be in movement. Uh, momentum obviously is, is big. So related to all these things too, I mean, uh, you know, the effort to work for oneself, uh, to, to, uh, assume, you, you know, and, and take control and cultivate one's own personal brand and own voice as humans can in, in today's society. You know, you can get on a podcast and you can sort of, in a very, uh, natural way, 
put your personality out there for better and worse and for all its strengths and, and weaknesses. But if you have if you have some strengths that you can help to, you know, build a little bit of a name for yourself with and build some authority for yourself, you know, that access of uh, and that low barrier to entry is a great thing today. So a lot of people I feel like should be should be getting into it, you know, and and maybe with a little bit of a higher goal, you know, they, uh, than just uh, spectating or just regurgitating, you know, information that's already popular and getting passed around. I mean, there's a real avenue to to get moving on uh, sharing, you, you know, all of our thoughts as. Uh, as thought leaders that, that, that many, many, many of us, you know, are at, at least in some respect. So, you know, get, if you have a perspective or, or you have a, a little bit of a philosophy and, you know, the nuance to your perspective and the way you look at things, you know, could elevate, you know, the collective culture of your field. Don't keep it to yourself, man. You got to get on there uh, and 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 podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a great way to do that. And you can do it like a, in such a natural, informal way, like the way I'm talking right now. Um, and I, I think that that's pretty amazing. I think that that's pretty amazing because, you know, you don't have to write stuff out and have it be word and grammar perfect. And, you, you know, you can just be you. And over time, it adds up and people understand, oh, man, I've heard this guy talk. I hear him talk all the time. I like his show. And I, he has this original angle from which he is coming you know, and I think that that's an amazing thing for thought leadership. Um, so passion is important. People like uh, in in podcasting and you know in in entrepreneurship and stuff. You always hear now like the the, the debate with passion. You know uh, how important is it? Um, to me, it's important. I mean, I never think it's the only piece of the equation. I think it's like a piece of the puzzle. And it's, it's for my happiness to be passionate about what I'm doing, you know, it's a must, but that doesn't mean you're done with a, with, with a, a smart life plan. You got to put the other pieces of the puzzle together with that uh, necessary piece to, you know, be on a, on your way. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, in a good kind of way to, to, to gain traction. So. Passion is caused more by success than success is caused by passion, says Scott Adams, the creator of the Dilbert uh, cartoon. Uh, I, I have like one email where I get like all the newsletters <laughs> that I subscribe to because I, I like the free information. And then I have like the my one work email that I get none of them to. And I think John Lee Dumas sent that one out. Um you know, and thinking about that, passion is caused more by success than success is caused by passion. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Maybe from his experience, like he wasn't particularly passionate about, uh, you know, funny paper cartoons, and then he had great success with one with it, and and was passionate about it. But there's things that I think I could actually have success about that may may maybe like against my beliefs you know I'm, I'm not just gonna i'm just not gonna all of a sudden be passionate about some about it because by some weird stroke of luck i happen to have you know uh obtain a large financial reward you know for something that i think is unethical or disgusting or whatever so i mean these things always get tricky i mean that that you know <laughs> this is the internet you know we all have to take everything we read with a, with a grain of salt, there, there certainly may be, and probably is often some truth to that. I don't think it, you know, I don't know how to incorporate that into my life plan. Like, oh, just do something, whatever works, and then you'll learn to like it. No, I don't think so. That's not for me, but okay. So then, uh, after that, you know, so somebody also says here, um, this was Albert Schweitzer that he was a French German theologian. So he said, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. I think that that is, uh, you know, pretty close to the opposite of what Scott Adams said. I mean, if you find the love 
of what you're doing in the moment, you know, before you're successful, you truly love it for what it is, you're on your way to success because, you, you know, I can understand that, that train of thought because you're going to do it. You're going to treat it right. You're going to do it right. You're going to do it for the right reasons. And then you're going to get to where, whatever the finish line for what traditional su- success happens to be within the society that you live. But, you know, choose happiness, choose passion in your work. You know what I mean? And uh, act accordingly, work accordingly, serve the people you're trying to help accordingly. And then, you know, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but when you build a career around that and, and you do that every day, you'll get, you'll get somewhere, you know, when you're looking for the information in, in that, in that way, because you love it because you have a purpose, uh, and you're driven by that purpose. So I prefer that. I prefer that quote. Um, and you know, when people say, uh, also related to this, you know, folks like the common theme here is, uh, for for me, uh, because in, in, in reality, I was, uh, I, w- I was uh, on a hiatus from podcasting. I was taking in all this content. I was weighing into myself like, okay, I want to plan now where I podcast similarly to the way that I have been, but I'm you know, extremely passionate about what the, the business-oriented purpose is. And you know, that purpose is a natural outgrowth of who I am and like pretty closely related to what I'm already doing you know, even though I'm just like getting started on this show with my training wheels and whatnot. And then I was, uh, you know, in, in, uh, grappling with, with passion, profitability, playing to my strengths, trying, trying to put together a, a, a personal formula for success for myself. I was also, you know, dealing with, with the issue of momentum. I was losing momentum. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, actually podcasting anymore because I thought maybe, well, I'm going to figure out this new shift of, of focus, so I won't be. So all these things were coming together, and I, I had these notes for today's show put, put, you know, written down. Because just to bring us back and, and connect everything, today's show is it's a conversation on podcasting and finding your way. So these are, these are, these are all the criteria that we're going into uh, me finding my way here. Um, so I believe, uh, I believe, and many others believe that one of the main contributors to the idea of perfect as an obstacle to the traction of good, when, pe- when they say don't let perfect be the enemy of good, in this day and age is the extreme wealth of free information on the internet, specifically from acknowledged experts in the self-help and entrepreneurship fields. We know this uh, can be an inhibitor to, of progress for so many. And, uh, you know, the terms like analysis, paralysis, and just overwhelm are kind of, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty frequently used for that, this state of, of being where you get stifled because, you know, there's, there's so much information and you're thinking about so much stuff and you're not moving forward. Um, and it, it shouldn't it shouldn't have to be that way. Uh, it, it's not necessarily anybody's fault. We just we live in this big crowded world, you know. And there's a lot of people talking about the same stuff, you know, in different ways. And um, sometimes, you know, you want to you want to take one plan for yourself and move forward. And and it, it, oh my, it's it's harder than it should be. You know what I mean? When you just show up on Google, it's harder than it should be. Um, so. Uh, that's that, you know, uh, I feel like let's not be overwhelmed folks. That's part, that's part of the deal here. You know, I want people to do what they want to do, you know, fulfill their, their own, you know, personal, uh, goals, destinies, you know, purposes and podcasting is such an awesome medium by which to do that. So, uh, I, myself, I've suffered greatly from analysis paralysis and, uh, I'll try to share some thoughts, uh, you know, about how I feel like I'm getting over that now. You eventually have to get over that, you know, and I think you have to just get to the point of, um, realizing that learning is an ongoing thing, you know, and you're always going to be learning, but you know, you don't have to stop, uh, moving forward. Uh, so 
you know, also related to this, uh, what we got here is a Ramones quote. Now, I was there. There's like different versions of this quote. There's different versions of this quote, and it's the same quote, but the words are different. Who knows what he really said? But it's it's uh, something that Johnny Ramone is supposed to have said in conversation to Paul Simonin. Uh, Simonin, yeah, the bassist for uh, the Clash in 1976, and I think this is from the Guardian. I'll put it in the show notes, the exact website I got it from. But um, I remember when we first brought the Ramones to London back in 1976. Members of the Clash and the Sex Pistols, both only semi-professional at the time, attended the second show. And it was said that both bands turned pro right after that. According to Danny Fields, Johnny Ramone asked the Clash's bass player, Paul Simonin, are you in a band? Paul said, well, we just rehearse. We call ourselves the Clash, but we're not good enough. Johnny said, wait till you see us. We stink. We're lousy. We can't play. Just get out there and do it. So, you know, there you go. That's punk rock. You know, that, that that's that's the whole entire thing. That's the whole entire, uh, I mean, not the, it, it's, it's a very integral part of, of the ethos, you know. Uh, Excuse me while I sip some water, folks. Of of um, you know, having ha- having the having the the moxie to to not be uh, you know, musically uh polished and virtuous and stuff, and 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 to to get out there though, and and to know who you are, to know what your message is, and to even maybe flip your lack of virtuosity. Uh, on its head and turn it into into like this relatable uh, style of authenticity that is like you know a little rough around the edges but oh so real you know and and when the Ramones hit this, the the music scene with that you know and they just like didn't really care about uh, you know all those who came before them and and how good they were and stuff like that. You know, and there there were other people, you know, other bands in, in the scene too. Like, and I, I'm not a I'm not a punk rock expert, historian, or whatever. But, um, you know, to me, where I'm going with this is that I think that there there's like a really strong connection here to to what podcasting should be. I mean, I think for I think it should be a little gritty, but I think that it doesn't matter. I mean. Uh, you know, if, if your tech, that tech elements of your show are not great or whatever, you, you know, just make, make it audible, make it good. Don't, uh, you know, enough not to, not to hurt your audience's, uh, ears, but do it do, and do it in your own way because that's what podcasting is, should be. So with like all the conflicting n- noise and opinions and, and, um, you know, guidelines from, from different experts who, you know, have credibility, uh, you know, perceived credibility in the industry, that kind that kind of, uh, that kind of dilutes and takes away from the punk rock, you know, aspect that is, that is inherent, the do it yourself aspect that is inherent to podcasting to me. I mean, you got to get started and then you got you got to find your voice and and find what you have to contribute and 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 you know get better as you go. But th- that's 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 what this is. That's what that's what this is to me. So I, I think that that connection is important uh for for the for the podcast community to at least uh you know be aware of. So um that's that, you know. Um my whole angle is that I'm planning going forward is that I want to figure out for myself and then naturally for others how to take a, a punk rock DIY approach to everything podcasting, to everything, to, to how to do it, to how to monetize shows, not by having massive, massive, uh, you know, traffic right away. And playing and, 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 you know, figuring out how to have prominent guests the moment you start your show and, and just like just like playing the, the podcast society as it exists on iTunes, you know, and 
news and noteworthy and stuff. When, when I hear all these rules about like, oh, wait, look, look at look how I navigated these roads so well, you know, you, you could do that stuff and like not have a good show or not have an authentic message to the world. I mean, that that's like, uh, you know, administrative stuff. We want, you know, people that have awesome content and, 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 uh, you know, can really, can really affect the world eventually by, uh, by being original and stuff. And, you know, you, some of the rules that you could follow to your benefit, that may be hard, that may be hard to, to pull off, you know, the, the, don't necessarily credit, you know, the, the quality of, of your, of your message and your voice. So that, that's like, you hear a lot of, a lot of stuff about that. And, uh, I think we should be figuring out how to monetize, not just off giant sponsorships, but, you know, find your authentic audience out there in, in, in the world. It, it could be much smaller and you could have something to monetize based on, you know, whatever, you know, you have a couple thousand fans, they totally get you, you're growing slowly and and you're you and you're doing your thing and you you're on you're on the right path even if you didn't like uh go you know you know play play the the iTunes new new and noteworthy and uh you know getting a prominent guest on your show and you know doing all doing checking all your boxes in that sort of uh way perfectly you know maybe maybe you shouldn't even have to necessarily focus on that because there there's there's other ways to go about this so one of the one of the self-help individuals that's prominent you know in the field that i recently bought and read a book from during this hiatus time was this guy michael port and you know the book i bought is well known i think it was a new york times bestseller or something uh it's called book yourself solid and, you know, two of the major takeaways I got from this book were, you know, to position, you know, my business podcast or, or yours um, as a categorical authority and to be fully self-expressed in your work. I, I was I, I really like that because those were two uh, takeaways that are, are pretty, pretty natural to, to my wiring and to how I think. I mean, I, I'm always pretty naturally inclined to figure out how, you know, I could do something differently than anyone else is doing it. I mean, that th the whole like, uh, point of difference thing, it, uh, just, is just something that, you know, my, it, it, I mean, it's common knowledge in business. It's not like it's some esoteric, uh, thought process, but it's just, my brain is always naturally like doing that, like wanting that and, and moving towards that. And the other thing is being fully self-expressed. I mean, that's to me, that's important. I mean, can we have some fun with podcasting? And like, you know, I understand you, you, the, the tough part is balancing it. Like, how do we get a niche? How do we make it a business? Um, but also like it's podcasting. It's 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 so cool. How And, and, and you know, at the same time, how do we do that? How, and, and I don't know, be ourselves, you know, not be robotic, you know, ha have have passion, you know, have opinions, put it out there, you know, have soul, have humanity expressed through this DIY uh, medium. I feel that it should be there almost, you know, it should always be there. Um, if it's not, it's not, you know, and there could still be very useful shows. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I want more of that when, when I'm when I'm when I'm listening to certain shows. Um so, you know, Michael Port, that made sense because this guy uh, in the book, when you read it, he, w he was an actor, you know, he was an actor and he had like, you know, some limited success. Uh, and, and I mean, he's famous. He's a well-known like, uh, you know, entrepreneur, coach and whatnot. And it seems like a nice guy and a cool guy. And he's one of the books like, you know, I've read so much of this kind of stuff. And he had one of the books that like, you know, it it was uh, worth my time. At the end of the day, I, I I read it and I got some I got some stuff from it. I got I got some takeaways. But being fully self expressed is I think it's important. I think it's something that really hurts a lot of people in life when they're not. You know, when when their job and what they do 
or their source of income has has really no uh, connection and, and, and no cross section with um, or a, or a very limited cross section with, with with who they are and what they care about and what they want to do and what they could get juiced up on and you know what I mean and, and enthusiastic about uh, even if they you know weren't getting paid for it. So being fully self-expressed is something I think that people should think about. And I think it doesn't have to make you unprofessional. Maybe it can make you much better at what you do. Um, you know, sometimes I think people kind of get lost on that issue because like to be professional is to be professional, you know, and then, then you're being professional and, and, you know, you're not being personal. You know, and then you do hear, you do hear when you hear all this advice, okay, be personal, connect with your fans, but maybe, maybe be personal, maybe like show your personality a little bit. Uh, and of course, try not to be offensive, but you know, be you, um, as much as possible. So, uh, um, yeah, so I was also reading folks, I was reading, uh, will it fly? I read, will it fly? That's by Pat Flynn. He's another big, you know, podcast entrepreneur guy, smartpassiveincome.com. And, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, I've, I've, you know, consumed a bunch of his stuff over the, over the past few years. Um, and will it flies about validating a business idea before you invest all of your time and money in it? I need another drink of water. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry about that. Ah, dry. I got a dry mouth today, but, um, so that, you know, this book was tedious for me. I, I, you know, I got some research done. I got some information compiled that is going to be useful. My, per, my idea didn't really actually change all that much. And it's, a, you know, it's about validating your business idea um, and, and, you know, testing the market, making sure there's a market for that, finding out the specifics of what your, um, uh, you, you know, target customer really wants and stuff. And I just got to be honest, that's not that, that sort of like tedious, uh, you know, research and stuff. Um, it's, it's not exactly my forte when it's so like, so specific and, and, uh, detailed, you got to do it in a certain way. And, um, you, you know, I, I, I really wanted to get out of this content intake period I was in and, and start moving, but I was reading Will It Fly? And then once I started, I was like, oh, man, I didn't know that uh, Pat Flynn is going to put me through the ringer here. But that's what he was doing. And, uh, you know, I don't blame the guy. But um, I, I'll just say this. It was tedious. Um, I'm not I'm not discrediting the book. I think I think there's a lot of value in it. Um, and. Although Pat kept saying in the book that it may com- your idea might may completely change, like I said, m- m- mine didn't. Um, but you know, after hitting a wall with with it, uh, and finally making it through, folks, just finally making it through the the book, I I I'd have to say that I agree with um, as great advice and and the, the advanced skills that he teaches in the book that validate a big business idea that is going to take an investment of uh of time and, and of of money that you may you may waste and not have to you know if you're going to go in and start something serious with serious sacrifice involved um you, you know uh, then that that's awesome but I just feel like there's all that should be balanced with, I guess the term that came to my head is like measured momentum. So the measured part is like, if you have a general direction in your soul that, you know, you want to move in, you want to be on a podcast talking about it. You want to be on a blog writing about it. Uh, you, you know, do, do keep, keep the energy, keep it going because maybe this validation process is, 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 uh, a little, a little harder than you, than, than you thought, or a little more, more, uh, involved. And, you know, as long as you don't commit to something that could, could break you, uh, keep moving, keep moving in the, in, in the, in the meantime. And if, if you really have a strong sense of direction of where you want to go, uh, and then, you know, you, you tweak that a little bit upon, uh, you know, running your, your big idea that you're going to invest time and money in 
through this validation process as, as Pat Flynn, you, you know, you know, uh, very comprehensively, um, you, you know, laid it out, then, uh, th- then do it that way. But, but, uh, keep, keep moving. And, and I would trust your sense of direction. If you, if you know where you're going, uh, in your heart and then, you know, you might, it might get changed a little bit, then it'll get changed a little bit. So, but, 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 you, you know, keep finding your way as this show is about, keep finding your way. I think there's a way to do that with measured momentum. If you know you, there's a general direction you want to go and keep moving in that general direction and just don't, uh, overcommit to something, uh, something crazy. But, um, so, you know, that's that. So, uh, I thought, it, yeah, I thought that that was, that was that. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I just, I just reading this one little thing. I, I have these long form notes like this. It's not, this isn't perfect folks. You know, this isn't perfect the, the way I'm doing this today, but I'm making it, I'm making it through. I'm looking at all these, all these notes I wrote down and, uh, in the future, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to structure shows a little bit more, uh, you know, intelligently and in a more organized fashion than this. But I have something about, um, remember how Joe Rogan's career life path went. It was all over the place. It was always Joe Rogan, just like the Ramones were always the Ramones. And just like I should always be Jonesy, I should always be me, you know, and you should always be you. You shouldn't dump loads of money and time into a major project without proper research and testing, but that doesn't mean you should wait to start building your personal brand and everything special that that is, regardless of how many times or how frequently you may slightly shift or sharpen its focus. So, I mean, I'm saying the same thing, folks. I guess I, I, I remembered what I wrote there, and then uh, it's it's the same thing, but, uh, you know, Maybe that the different wording reinforces that in a little bit of a different way. I mean, yeah, you could find your way. There's there's probably a real art to finding your way and and being being on the right track, even though it's not quite as focused as as it will soon be. You know, so will it fly? Uh, you know, I I would say uh, apply that book and and that general methodology to not not the most generalized. Um, element of finding your way in life. Like if you know you want to be self-employed and you know you want to help others and you know you want it to be involved in in podcasting and using your speaking voice and stuff, that, that I can't imagine that those like integral elements of your plan having to, you know, get kiboshed, you know, uh, do that, do, do that and, and, and keep, keep tweaking, you know, and, and then the will it fly method for, for something that, you know, could, could get you in trouble, you know, for sure. Um, so what else do I have here regarding the individual meandering journey of the think in your armor, this show, similarly to Joe Rogan's life story, the think in your armor's brainstorm approach on business and life is now something a little bit new and more specific. So for us folks, when, you know, I was, uh, brainstorming with with my buddy Corv, who's not on the show tonight, uh, my co-host, you know, I figured, hey, listen, like we could like brainstorm about like society. Right. And we could talk about like all the different uh, opportunities for improvement that could be addressed through entrepreneurship. And, uh, you you know, so so there's a little bit of of a cohesive uh, theme that comes into it, but it, it's not, it's not super focused, especially for the purpose of monetizing a business, because we're talking about all different kinds of businesses, like, like something that could be related to, you know, on the show, something that could be related to, um, you know, a bar or something that could be related to public education or a telecommunications product or politics or any other, uh, element of, of human existence. And, you know, there's entrepreneurial opportunities and all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, we're going to still keep that flagship show going. And, and I think it's interesting because, you know, the whole Joe Rogan thing is, uh, the meandering journey thing is, is that that's part of, uh, that's part of our journey. 
you know? And the, the essence of what I'm going to do with this stricter focus now, focusing on podcasting, it's not going to be all that different. It's just, it's just more focused. I didn't really have to amputate any of, of the, the spirit or the ideology of what the thinking your armor originally was. Um, so, you know, that's just, that's just that. Okay, folks, I just saw, I'm using Zencaster. I just saw disconnected, reconnected. So what I was saying is just to, uh, make sure that, that this is on the, on the podcast, because, you know, I, this little tab and I'm not the most technological guy, this little tab disconnected, reconnected, popped up. So I don't want to, I don't want to lose an important point that I'm making. But what I was saying is the thinking your armor started as, you know, as a brainstorm sort of operation that was talking about, um, y- you know, society as it exists and the opportunities that, uh, exist within it for improvement, for the betterment of, of human lives and how those could be addressed through entrepreneurship, uh, y- you know, for, f- by entrepreneurs for people's benefit. But it was all over the map because we, you know, talked about everything, education, politics, uh, you know, city planning, so on and so forth. So the real focus and niche wasn't really there to, to figure out, okay, well, what, what could I like consult in? What could I keep learning more about that could come full circle to serving my audience and stuff? So we also then had a trending news show, you know, we'll probably keep that going too. But we're going to get a third show, you know, with, with the same sort of ethos and approach, um, the thinking your arm or approach of, of brainstorming about figuring things out, making them better, finding the information that we want. Um, but it's going to be about podcasting and it's going to be for the podcasting community. And it's going to be a DIY, do it yourself, straight to the point sort of ethos, you know, punk rock podcasting. You know what I mean? Um, and that is that is one of the focuses. And whereas before, you know, on the flagship show, and we'll still crank some of those out, but we were uh, brainstorming about everything under the sun that affects humans. In many ways, we still will, because podcasts could be about so many different things that an individual could monetize, have a skill in, you, you know, build a following within a, a certain niche, you know? Um, so we're going to brainstorm uh, for podcasters, for do-it-yourself startup podcasters um, and all the different shows and, and, and that could be attached to different kinds of skills and, and uh, you know, how, how the, they could be leveraged to help people and build followings and stuff. So we're going to be doing pretty much the same thing. It's just a little, it's a little bit of, um, you know, a, a stronger more focused focus. And, and that's, that's how we're going to, that's how we're going to do that. So we're going to have the thinking your armor punk rock podcasting coming out and that, that, that'll be fun. And, you know, that's, that's how I'm, I'm thinking about like my, uh, learning trajectory coming up. The things I'm going to really go out there and learn now is everything about podcasting that is, uh, like actionable, um, for people to, to build the following that I want for people to get everything they want out of it. So punk rock podcasting, the thinking your armor, punk rock podcasting for profit, do it yourself radio fueled by passion. That's like, you know, maybe it's not the perfect uh, slogan or whatever, but that's what I want. I'm putting it together. Those are all the things I want. Punk rock podcasting, for profit, do it yourself radio, fueled by passion. And uh, that's how, you know, you got to connect the dots, um, in my opinion, in, 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 at least as where, uh, where it stands right now. So, um, you, you know, my thought process. So, uh, yeah, the Think in Your Armor, uh, punk rock, you know, would approach would apply to everything from like the actual podcasting techniques, the tech side, getting, getting it up and running, networking with our other up and coming podcasters, honing and developing the podcast craft, do it yourself, monetization models, like the straightforward creation of original info products, joint venture affiliate relationships with other podcasters and business owners and so on. And, um, that, that's the angle. 
That's the angle. That's the stuff I want to figure out, you know, codify, put in place and, and, and disseminate, you know? Um, so that's that. Um, one of the answers to the internal challenges for podcasters I've been kicking around in my head, you know, is, yeah, is, is how to map things out to bring everything that people want, as I said, together within a single conceptualization strategy for their shows. So as of right now, what I have in, in my mind, what came together for me mentally is what I call five P's and a D. If you like, you know, it's kind of like an acronym, like run through this checklist, you know, for the actual conceptualization of your show that is not only something you're passionate about, but that you're all set to, to make into, you know, a success that, that could, you know, lead to doing good business and all of that. So five P's and a D stands for one, passion, two, profitability, three, play to your strengths, four, point of difference. So for us, the point of difference would be podcasting, you know, punk rock style, like making it real simple to understand and to put into play for the entire podcasting journey, how to conceptualize your show, how to grow your audience, how to make money, you know what I mean? How to make your own products to make money, how to network, how to get affiliate partners and, and building that all out. And I would never lie and say that I'm an expert that has all of that experience under my belt. But now that I have this focus, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I know where I'm going. I'm going to, I'm going to get it and I'm going to, I'm going to help others with it. That's the deal. You know what I mean? Um, so, 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 so that's, uh, that's that. Um, yeah, yeah, four, yeah, four is point of difference. Uh, um, bah, 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 bah. five perseverance or persistence. So like at that point, when you go through one, two, three, four passion, prop check, profitability, check, play to your strengths, check point of difference. You put in your little twist of what you think the field could use, that, that's your angle that you want to operate from as like your trademark, you know, positioning and, and, and how you want to help. So like I said, for, for us, it's for me, it's punk rock, do it yourself, you know, style of, of content, uh, simple, actionable, right to the point, just what people need. And then, you know, taking it from, from there instead of getting lost, you know, and, and including the whole journey, including like, okay, like let's get set up to make money the right, you know, the smartest, most pragmatic way right away, you know, not just the show, not just starting. And then like, you're nowhere, like you have all of this, you know, sort of, uh, ready to go all of the steps. Um, but yeah, once you get that far to the one, two, three, uh, four, I can imagine that the the perseverance, right? That's like marketing, man. The perseverance is like this is your message, so you're persevering. The persistence of it every day, you're, you're so. I think all of a sudden, social media marketing, making YouTube videos, putting yourself out there. When you get that far on the four P's, the fifth P, that's what that is. Perseverance is marketing, and all of a sudden, you're not going to be so scared. You got that message, so you figure that out for yourself. Maybe it was, you know, a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of research, but then you get going with it because it's simpler. You know, you know, you know what you're offering, you know who you are as a brand. So then you go back to that well and you get different points of value from that well to to share in your email newsletter and on, on all of your you know outposts on um, on the Internet. And then the the six, the D, five P's and a D, the D is do it yourself. Now, of course, you, we know that, you know, eventually you'll have to network, build relationships. Just don't wait for anyone to get started or, you know, for the situation to fit the standards or guidelines of, you, you know, a, any given expert on the web. Uh, get, get, get moving and find your way. Find your way. Um, so you'll get better with momentum. And, and you know, related to this, I, I was reading about the Ramones. It's like. Even Joey Ramone, the guy got, he got voice lessons, 
you know? So he was a he was a DIY guy, you know what I mean? He was this gangly, you know, nerdy, not great looking. Obviously, it's, it's, he had a big point of difference for, for being so tall and weird looking for, for, for a lead singer, which was pretty awesome. It fit the whole Ramones kind of thing. But he just went out. He didn't let it stop him. He didn't let anything stop him. He made it work. He turned. He kind of turned weaknesses to strengths, which can be done. You know, the whole punk rock aesthetic and stuff. The the part of the appeal is is, is the, the fact that you know it's simple and it's stripped down and it's not this like technically amazing thing. And then if it was like musically so amazing, it wouldn't even have that style because it, the lack of that, the lack of that virtuosity. You know, and yet the kinetic energy of it, that that's punk rock. Like, just do it. Kind of reminds me of Nike, too. You know what I mean? Just 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 do it. And and doesn't mean you're not going to get better. But, you know, be in a state of kinetic energy and, and, and then and then get better. Um, so we got that. Uh, I'm just flipping through these papers, folks. I'm just flipping through them. Do, 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 do. So, I think podcasting, like I said, it's tremendously powerful. It's a powerful tool for thought leadership. It allows us the opportunity to more quickly, easily, naturally, casually, uh, informally develop and hone our unique philosophies and problem-solving approaches for our given target markets. There's uh, major overwhelm issues going on with it, with podcasting, from not only how to just like start podcasting, like the external challenges of, of podcasting, like getting it on iTunes, what software you're going to use and stuff. That's the, that's the easier part. Sorry, folks, had a little disconnection thing again, but... Like I said, uh, with podcasting, um, the, the, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity to, to think a little bigger, think a little bigger for yourself. Like maybe, you know, you're no one special yet with credentials, but you could, you could get on a podcast and you, you have a valuable perspective that could, that could, you know, positively improve the the collective culture of, of of your field you know if you have some tremendous food for thought and, and you're ready to build a business around it and and build authority around it and and put in the experience so that you know you have more perceived credibility down the line uh do that do that don't just don't just go by you know all the rules of thumb that are currently in vogue and circulating and what everybody else is saying and stuff because a lot of people, you know, probably sell themselves short. A lot of people probably out there have really, really good ideas and, and not a lot of career momentum in, in, you know, the independent, you know, sense of the word of like really assuming control over and, you know, putting their own voice out there into the world. So do that with podcasting, you know, do that. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting angle to, to build out from, you know what I mean? Um, and I really, uh, with one of the things, like with all the overwhelm issues going on with podcasting, it, you know, not, like I said, not only the technical stuff of, which is the simpler stuff. Like if you really want to figure out how to, how to, you know, put podcasts on iTunes and on, on the internet and on, on your website, you're, you're going to do that. But the, the things, the internal challenges of figuring out how you can like love it and also make money with it. And how you can monetize it, you, you know what I mean, and and tie it to a pre-existing business that represents who you really are and what you really can do for others. That's all the dots that should be getting connected and can be connected. And and maybe like this stuff, you know, that sort of content of like connecting the dots, um, you know, on the personal um, sort of milestones that must be reached within the context of, of, of podcasting, that's, that's something that is like important to have, um, be bigger and more prevalent in, in the field. 
Um, one of the things is that like there should not be this level. Uh, there needn't be, but there should not be this level of overwhelm to me uh, with podcasting that there is. Because, you know, with so many, you know, long-winded, highly detailed instructional guides that can stop someone dead in their tracks, uh, lots of big names with their own styles that worked well for them, possibly pushing those sort of like codified uh, personal, you know, success paths that was just like their life um, off, you know, off on the masses a little bit. Not to say that there's not some, you know, undoubtedly some nuggets of, of knowledge that are transferable to all different kinds of people, but some of, some of those nuggets of knowledge may not be as well. You, you know what I mean? So with all of that stuff, uh, confusing the issue of what podcasting really can be, um, I think that it dilutes and, and takes away from very largely the inherent do-it-yourself punk rock democratic nature of the podcasting medium and opportunity, you know, like I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. It's like the, the web is, is crazy. There's all these people talking is all, all this stuff going on, but it should be to me something with a low barrier of entry with a massive, massive potential. And it should be able to be realized, uh, with, with a greater degree of clarity within the mainstream culture of what it is, you, you know, it, this self-perpetuating thing, um, then, then, then it, then it, then it currently is, you know, then it currently is like, we see it getting sort of industrialized. It's becoming this industry now, you know, there's these bigger podcast networks, NPR, like really, really well-produced stuff. That stuff's great, but there's some, you know, rough around the edges, got people all over the planet. There's so many that, you know, we need their voices and, and podcasting should be about them. That's, that's a, that's a podcasting point of difference. You know, if you're, when we're bringing like big money production to it, that was always there, you know? And of course it's big money, it's, 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 it's big business. Of course they have the access, they have the means to get into the, the podcast realm, you, you know, the, the field of what podcasting is, but they, we shouldn't, we as individual citizens of the world shouldn't let that in, in industry aspect define what podcasting is. Podcasting should should be about about people and about individuals helping each other uh, find find their ways. So that's why today was a conversation on podcasting and finding your way. Um, you know, I have more notes, and I'll get to those on on different shows, folks. No more hiatuses out of us. No more hiatuses out of the thinking your armor. We're gonna be we're gonna be moving now. Um, I think I just I'll run through a few takeaways of today's show. You know uh, things that were in my mind, and I know I was a little haphazard reading off notes, rambling uh, a little bit. But I think that there, you know, I think that I hit most of the things I wanted to say. And that there were, you know, some some decent points by me. Toot toot! I'll toot my own own horn there. Uh, so number one takeaway for for today is uh, to use podcasting on your best days when you can as a channel for the demonstration of your own original thought, contributions, and influence. So don't don't get stuck in the weeds of what thousands of voices are saying, and keep, you know about the right and wrong ways to get started or, or do things, you know, keep, keep it simple. Keep the process of moving forward simple and get started. Continue finding your way. You know what I mean? Continue, just keep doing it. Keep getting better. Be yourself and, uh, be a little bit or a lot bit different if you can, you, you know what I mean? But, but find your message, find your niche and, 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 uh, it might not be there right away. You know what I mean? But, but get started before you find it and then find it. You know what I mean? And, and when you do find it and it's more focused, it, it may be like in my case, like what I was saying with, uh, the, the trajectory that we went on with the thinking your armor, it was always kind of there. It was always kind of there. It just got, it, it got, it got more focused into something that's more, you know, viable for, for, for moving forward and, and for, for building a business around. But, uh, you know, I had the general sort of, um, f- philosophy and personality in place just by, just by being who I am. 
and, and, and letting that and, and not compromising that, you know what I mean? And, and we found it, we found something, I think, I think, you know, um, we'll see, I'm going to be working hard now with this new focus, but I, that, that's, that's a, uh, a, a life path that I think is, um, is important. You know, don't do anything you don't want before you figure out what you do. And if you figure out something that you do want, but it's not fully complete, let it be incomplete. Let it be incomplete for a little bit and work on completing it. You know what I mean? That's that that that's kind of what I'm saying. And uh, point two, have have some balls. Pardon my language, you know, but do do more than just uh, you know regurgitate or better organize pre-existing and super popular information if you can. You know, be you and improve upon the collective ideas and perspectives of your given field if you if you think you can. You know what I mean? Uh, do just have that in in your mind. You know, this is podcasting. You you, you we can do that. You know, um, point three is uh, accept a word of advice from Johnny Ramone and don't wait to play even if you can't. The style you happen to play with or podcast with may be all the more relatable for it. Rough around the edges can be great. Uh, Point four takeaway, the fourth takeaway is, like I said, measured momentum. I'll tip my hat to Pat Flynn. Put in the necessary work to validate big business ideas so you don't lose time or money and, uh, you know, that you don't have to. Uh, but be moving in the general direction that you, you know, know that in your soul you want to move in, you know, and keep, keep uh, narrowing down your focus. If it's not uh, sufficiently narrowed, uh, you know, to completion w- w- when you get started. In the meantime, if you know how. Um, OK, number five. Don't be psyched out by all the noise. Podcasting as a cultural staple. That is also so easily an exertion of free will and individuality shouldn't feel like a chore. It should feel like punk rock. So at a certain point, you should be rocking out. You should be you should be loving it. Um, So no more hiatuses from us. This is the think in your armor. I'm at a 106, 107 uh, minutes long. Uh, Maybe that was a little long, but we'll keep getting better. This is Jonesy. Keep your thinking capitals on. And I'll see you all next time. I can't wait. Take it easy.